Good morning, dear listeners, and welcome to Shelter in Peace here on your AM 1160 The Quest Atlanta Catholic Radio Station. I'm Mari Cleveland, and I'm joined as ever by my co-host, Ann Satilli. Good morning, Ann. Good morning, friends. And our production manager, Annie Porter. Good morning, Annie. Good morning, y'all. So this, good morning, good morning. So this morning, so Ann and I, as we were preparing, we knew, of course, ahead of time that our show was going to be the day after the U.S. presidential election. And so in the manner of men, we were scurrying around thinking about what we should do and what we should say. And we had all these ideas of what needed to happen on the show today. Martha, Martha, Martha. <laughs> we were. We were little Marthas. And we were talking to priests and all different people. And it was interesting how all of our plans kept just falling apart. We talked to several different priests and nobody could come on the show. And we started thinking, okay, God, maybe we just need to listen a little closer to you. Trying not to take that personally. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so um, we did. And what we realized was um, God wants us to just spend time with him today. So right. that's what we're going to be doing. Our theme today is really turning to God in prayer. He wants us to be focused on him. He wants our eyes to be fixed on him. And he wants our hearts to be turned toward him and just praising and, and praying um, to him. So we've got a little bit different show today. We are going to actually be, we'll, we'll kick it off and share a little bit more about um, our thoughts and about these topics. But we're actually also inviting into the studio a number of our Quest volunteers, and they'll be working through um, a prayer session with us today. And so listeners, we hope that you are encouraged and um, that you enjoy and, and receive hope um, as you pray along with us today. And one of the things that Ann and I were saying we love about our Catholic faith is that we've got the lectionary, right? Which means right. We, cheat sheet, cheat sheet, right? We can always look ahead. Every all of our daily prayers, all of our every prayer for every day, um, all the prayers at the Old Testament, the New Testament, the Psalm readings—they're all there in the lectionary for those of you who aren't Catholic. And so we can look ahead to a certain day and see what those what those readings are. And so that's one of the things that we had done. We'd said, okay, November 4th, what are your readings, Lord? And it was fascinating how the readings really were all about, some of the themes of the readings were really about light, um, about light, about God is our light. And what does light do? Light shines in the darkness. It, it helps us to see our way, see where we're supposed to go, see our path. But it also talks about us being the light and our calling being the light in this world. So that's part of our theme as well. And so as we get started, um, and, and so it was interesting, um, we use that, those scriptures, to kind of prep for the show. Right, and put together our prayers. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and then this morning, I get this text from Anne, and that was so cute. So I woke up this morning and, you know, read the readings first thing, and the psalm is, Lord, you know, my light and my salvation. And mm -hmm. I thought, oh! Oh my gosh, that is exactly what we're talking about today. And and it just struck me anew and came alive to me. So I texted Mari and I said, Oh Mari, the readings are so perfect today. And she texted back and said, Anne, we already looked at those readings. <laughs> and I really had no memory of that. Mm -hmm. Um the Lord wanted to reveal that to me again in a new way. And that's yeah. the beauty of our scriptures is that they're living. Mm -hmm. It's the living word and it speaks to us as we need. Right. And it speaks to us each individually as we need. Right. Right. Yeah. And so I, I loved getting that text response back and forth this morning. And I said, his mercies are new every morning. Just Amen. one <laughs> more example of his mercies being new. So Anne just mentioned the Psalm. And so we are going to open in prayer this morning and we're going to open with that respite 
responsorial psalm, Psalm 27, which is our responsorial psalm for today. So listeners, you are welcome to pray along with us. If you haven't done a responsorial psalm before, um, there is going to be a, it's a, a speak and then there's a repeating of the of the psalm. So the, the repeating part is the Lord is my light and my salvation. So let's go ahead and just turn to him first. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we praise you. We praise you because you are worthy of our praise, and we praise you because your mercies are new every morning, Lord, and we thank you that you have given us this beautiful word, um, that you show up every single time we open your word, your living word, and that we can pray your word back to you as well, and that we can take heart and hope and courage in listening to the words. And so this morning we open up with Psalm 27. Um, this beautiful responsorial psalm as we pray, the Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? The Lord is my life's refuge. Of whom should I be afraid? The Lord is my light and my salvation. One thing I ask of the Lord, this I seek, to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, that I may gaze on the loveliness of the Lord and contemplate his temple. The Lord is my light and my salvation. I believe that I shall see the bounty of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord with courage. Be stout-hearted and wait for the Lord. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Amen. Amen. May the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So, um, dear listeners, as we read that and we thought about the Lord is our light and our salvation, one of the things that we said is, okay, so what are the things we do know? We do know he's our light. He, we do know he's our salvation. We do know all of these truths that he promises us. Um, and so that's part of our focus in prayer oftentimes is to pray what it is, what is it that we know already about God? Um, and and you had some thoughts about that this morning, too, when you were thinking about what you already do know about God. Right. Just knowing that that God is the truth, that yeah. he gives us that sort of truth and yeah. he gives us his word. Yes. And that is always faithful and mm-hmm. never changing. Yeah. You know, as our world changes, God never changes. Right. Right. Yeah. So even in these times of uncertainty, right, we here in the United States don't know who our next president is going to be. It's a time of great uncertainty. But our God is certain. Our God is steadfast. Our God is the one we can always rely on, that one we can always look to. He is not surprised by this. So he tells us over and over, do not have any fear or anxiety, right? Because we're supposed to look to him and trust in him and know that he is the one who um, who ordains everything, who orders everything. And so we can trust in him alone. Right. And this morning as I woke up and, and really realized that and, mm. and saw the light, so to speak, yeah. um, I, I have no anxieties. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the fruits of peace and joy definitely are manifesting in my day. Mm, that's and, beautiful. And I pray that, that everyone has that same manifestation right. today, those fruits of the spirit. Yeah. And I think that if we keep our eyes fixed on him and not let ourselves be um, drawn aside by all of these other all this other noise around us right the d words distraction division we're, yes. we're just going to put those at the cross of the lord at mm-hmm. his feet and mm-hmm. let him deal with those that's beautiful i love that i love that so the things we do know right we do know his promises are new every morning we do know that he is our savior we do know all of this truth about him and the other thing is okay so these are things that we know and we're going to dive into that in our prayer time but we also know what we're called to do and and he, as he says in the first reading today, we are supposed to be um, 
we are supposed to be children of God without blemish, and we are supposed to be light. Uh, we're supposed to shine like lights in the world as you hold on to the word of life. And that's what we're doing. We're supposed to be lights in the world as we hold on to the word of light. And um, so it's interesting when we think about, okay, so what does that mean, what, what we're supposed to do? And I know we've talked a lot um, uh, on this radio broadcast about how there is a spiritual battle that we're in the middle of, right? And so this is not a battle against flesh and blood, against principalities. This is a battle about against the darkness, about principalities of darkness. Um, and what what do we do when we're faced with that? And it tells us in Ephesians 6, right? It, Right. Yeah. You Did you want to read about that? It, we've used this scripture before, but yeah. it, it bears repeating. Yes. So we put on the armor of God that you may be able to resist the evil of this day and having done everything to hold your ground. So stand fast with your loins girded in truth clothed with righteousness as a breastplate and your feet shod in the readiness of the gospel of peace. Mm -hmm. So we're mm -hmm. going to turn to that word this morning, to yeah. that gospel of, of peace, that yes. living word I love to, that. to guide us in our prayer. That's great. And it was interesting. I was listening to a podcast and they were saying, you know, it's fascinating. If you look at all the different pieces of armor that we are called to be, to put on, you know, we think of ourselves as we're warriors in this battle and we really are. But they said all the pieces of armor, honestly, are all defensive pieces. You know, we've got this, we've got this shield that's defending us against the fl the fiery arrows of the evil one, which is the the shield of salvation, uh, shield of mm, the helmet of salvation, shield of faith, right? Shield of faith. Yeah. Yes. So a lot of this is um, all defensive pieces of armor, but the only offensive piece of armor we have is the sword which is the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Right. So remembering that the word of God is what is going to be fighting for us, that he is the one, our living God, he is the one who fights for us. And I thought that was beautiful. Yeah. Right. And just that idea of that, that the spirit has inspired, the, the scripture has been inspired by that spirit mm -hmm. to speak to us yeah. today and yeah. every day. Yeah. Like you said this morning, the Holy Spirit yeah. showed up in your, you know, as you were reading that. The other thing is, I always think, we always think about who are, who models for us what this looks like to, to, what are we supposed to be when we say, what are we supposed to be doing? Who models this? Well, Jesus modeled this. And when he fought, what did he do? What did he do? He basically died on the cross in an act of sacrificial love. Right. That's a little scary for us to think about sometimes, I think. Well, the humility mm. of that is is I think scary. Yeah. You know, putting aside our pride and yep. and our and humbling ourselves right. in in that way to be a living sacrifice. Exactly. So we're supposed to put aside and we're supposed to die to ourselves. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to put aside what our wants, our needs, our beliefs about what things are going to happen. Like you said, our pride about things. Yeah. Well, and like we were talking about this morning, Mari, that our most powerful prayer today is thy will be done yes. Yes. on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. Not, yeah. not our will, Lord, but, but your will be done. And just taking great comfort in knowing that his will is going to be the best for us because he already think about what he did for us. He sent his only beloved son to die for us. So we would live for with him in eternity, how much he must love us. So when we say thy will be done, we know it's going to be, his will is going to be the best for each one of us. Right. It may not feel like it at the time, <laughs> right? But it will be, it will be. And we can take comfort in that. The other person I thought of as a role model was Mary. And we said, okay, what are we supposed to do right now as children of light? What are we supposed to do? Well, what did Mary do? 
And she, she just, once again, she did what exactly what you said, thy will be done. May it be done unto me according to your word. Um, may my soul magnifies the good, the greatness, the glory of the Lord. And I was reading, um, Anna and I actually have both been reading this wonderful book. It's called My Sisters, the Saints. And in this, I, this just really struck me. There was a quote in this book and she said, she was talking about Mary and how, how Mary kind of did life, you know, what her, her approach to life was and versus sometimes how we feel some, we're supposed to be as women in this world today. And she said, quote, Mary reminded me of another truth that a woman's greatest strength comes from silent communion with God. And sometimes the most radical thing she can do is not rant and rave, but watch and pray. Watch and pray. That's a real challenge. It is a real challenge. It is a real challenge. So listeners, that's what we're going to do. We're going right. to watch and pray right now. And um, and it's interesting. I've had a couple of people recently who've asked me, um, you know, can you teach me how to pray, how to pray extemporaneously, how to just pray in the moment. And I said, well, you know, there's that great um, cheat sheet type of thing called ACTS where you um, A-C-T-S, um, adoration, um, contrition, uh, tea, thanksgiving, <laughs> supplication. And then we're adding a new one today. And we're going to be talking about then once you've done that, stopping and listening, just stop and listen to what the Lord has to right. say. Because prayer is communication yeah. and we can't always be, you know, the, on the speaking end of that, we, we have to listen because the Lord does speak to us. He does. He does. And so listeners, what we're going to do right now is we are going to um, work our way through this. And so we've got five steps of this prayer. And as I said, we've invited a few of our different volunteers. We'll introduce them as, as each of these steps as we go through each of these stages. And we got this idea. Actually, I got a, an, an email from um, a beautiful um, Christian church in my area and they had put together prayer stations and it gave us the idea for the format that we're going to use. And then we re we recreated that. And so we just invite you right now. So for the rest of our hour, we are going to be praying and praising God and we are going to be focused um, on him and listening to what he has to say for each one of us. And we'll open with scripture for each one of these, and then we'll have some reflection time to think about what he's sharing with us and maybe answering some questions. And then we've got some quotes from various saints, and then we finish each time with a prayer. So that's the, the format that we'll be following for each of these five stages of prayer as we go through this morning. And so we start the first prayer as ever with adoration, we are always called to praise our Lord. So we start with adoration and just putting ourselves into the presence of our Lord. And this very first scripture that we have for you, I think maybe is one we can all relate to right now, because this is from John 20. And um, it's when the disciples, they were unsure, they were uncertain, they weren't sure exactly what God's will was or what was going to happen next. So I'm just going to open with that and just see what happens with them and invite us into that space as well. So John 20, 10 through 23. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked, where the disciples were, for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, 
receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven, and whose sins you retain are retained. So as we, as we reflect on the scripture, just imagine Jesus breathing peace onto you. Take in a deep breath and let his Holy Spirit fill your body, fill your mind, fill your heart. Just breathe deeply and allow yourself to praise the one from whom all blessings flow. He is your Jehovah Shalom. He is your God of peace. And as we think of that name, God of peace, if you could call him by any other name or praise him for other attributes, what would they be? And listeners, you can think about that and we'll share here in the studio as well. What would be the other names or how would you praise him for other attributes? So, Anne, I know you had a couple of thoughts about this. So it's interesting. Yesterday, as Mari and I were praying and going through this, um, immediately I thought that I wanted to praise God as the King of Kings. Yeah. Yeah. But today's different. Today, the thing that came to me as we're praying just now is um, is the Word became flesh mm. and dwelled among us. Mm. Yeah. So the Lord is with us. He not only is he the king of kings above us, but he loved us so much that he became flesh. That is beautiful. He is with us. He is with us. Yeah. You know, I also took comfort in his name Jehovah Nisi, and his Jehovah Nisi is the standard bearer. He's the one who goes before us. He goes before us into battle. Um, he's the one who protects us and um, and he goes before us. And, and I was also reminded as we were praying this morning that he is the one who was and who is and who is to come. Mm. He is at all. He's all. He's all. And he all always all. he's our all in all. And he's all, mm-hmm. he always has been. He always has been so beautiful. So listeners, we'd also also just invite you to think about what is one area of your life that really needs God's peace today? That peace that Jesus offered his disciple, what is one area in your life that needs Jesus' peace today? And we just pause for a second and let you think about that. And then we go to this beautiful quote by St. John Vianney. I love you, O my God, and my only desire is to love you until the last breath of my life. I love you, O my infinitely lovable God, And I would rather die loving you than live without loving you. I love you, Lord, and the only grace I ask is to love you eternally. My God, if my tongue cannot say in every moment that I love you, I want my heart to repeat it to you as often as I draw breath. And as our dear Saint Pope John Paul II said to us, Do not be afraid to take a chance on peace, to teach peace, to live peace. Peace will be the last word of history. Heavenly Father, we praise you because you are our Jehovah Shalom, our God of peace. You are our Abba Father who breathed new life into us. We praise you because you are Jehovah Jireh, the one who provides Jehovah Rapha, the one who heals. You are omnipotent, all-powerful. You are omniscient, all-knowing. You are the Alpha and the Omega, and your mercies are new every morning. We praise you as our Lord and Savior, our Rock and our Redeemer, 
are all in all. Amen. 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 And so listeners, as we get ready to move to the second session, um, we just want to also let you know that um, we've written all of these up. And if you would like access to them, you can write us. You can send us an email at info at thequestatlanta.com. That's info, I-N-F-O, at thequestatlanta.com. And we would be glad to send you a PDF of um, these these prayer these prayers that we've created. So as we get ready for our second prayer, which is, as we said, Acts was adoration. The second one is contrition. We actually have um, one of our volunteers, our wonderful volunteers, Phil Johnson, is here in studio with us. Welcome, Phil. And Phil is usually, yes, wonderful. And Phil is usually a little... Um, uh, just over the other side of the wall. He's always, when we're here in the studio, he's always working away on the other side of the wall. Um, Phil actually had a background in corporate human resources for a large organization, and he retired mid-pandemic, yeah? Um, Painfully so, yes. <laughs> April 1st. Uh, April. And it was no April Fool's joke. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. And so Phil started listening, had more time and started listening more and more to the quest. And as he started listening, the Holy Spirit started to work in his life, um, in his heart and in your wife's heart, right? Absolutely. She was uh, a key player in getting me to raise my hand to come and volunteer at the Quest, and I'm so thankful that I did. Well, God bless her. <laughs> yes, God bless her, and that's our blessing as well. So Phil has taken um, all of his different gifts and talents and brought them here to the Quest, and so listeners, we share that just to say, if you've got gifts and talents, we would love for you to come and share your gifts and talents with us as well. So Phil is kind of a jack-of-all-trades here, does all kinds of things for us here at the Quest, and we're so thankful for him. So Phil, would you go ahead and lead us in this prayer session on contrition, starting with the scripture. Sure. Uh, the scripture for the contrition section of the Acts that we're working our way through is from Matthew chapter 5, verses 43 through 48, and it goes like this. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you that you may be children of your heavenly Father, for he makes his sun rise on the bad and the good and causes rain to fall on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what recompense will you have? Do not the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brothers only, what is unusual about that? Do not the pagans do the same? So be perfect just as your heavenly father is perfect. So as we take that um, in where we're also reminded, as we've heard in Luke 6.42, the wonderful story of beams in our eyes, which I'm <laughs> quite familiar with. <laughs> it is important as Christ followers to remove the wooden beam from our own eye before attempting to remove the splinter from our brother's eye. And I would ask Anne and Maury to perhaps offer some thoughts and reflections on these couple of questions. What what beam do you need to remove from your own eye and our listeners as well? And who are those people in your life who are difficult to love, yet God is asking you to pray for them and even love them? Yeah. So, Anne, it's funny that you and I were talking about this and we had prayed about these and reflected mm -hmm. and we both came up with the same response for what our beam was. We did indeed. Yes. <laughs> you want to say it or I'll say it? <laughs> I'll say it at the same time. Pride. Pride. 
yeah, pride and judgment. Pride and judgment. Yeah, definitely. yeah. Those, those, yeah. Pride and judgment. Um, and it's it's hard, especially right now. I think for me, we can talk about who those people are who are difficult to love. I've got people who I've loved forever and ever, and I find that all of a sudden I realize they might have a different worldview than me, mm-hmm. and I have a hard time. Um, removing that beam of, from my eye, that beam of judging them for that and, and just loving them with Christ's love. And that's hard. And that's where I have to turn to God and just say, God, please do this for me. Please do this for me and, and humble me and, um, and give me your peace and your love because that's hard. Right. Right. I um, have had a lot of extra time to, to, pray more deeply. Um, and I've had uh, foster babies in my house for several years and they've, you know, come and gone. And I've really been praying intentionally for, um, just the, the social workers, the judges, the, maybe the people who didn't make decisions that I thought were in the best interest of the child. Mm -hmm. And, um, but they were doing their civic duty and following the laws Mm -hmm. versus I was coming from my heart. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I've really had to recognize reconcile that and really just pray for, for all of those situations and for those babies. Yeah. Yeah. So listeners, once again, those questions that Phil just asked, those are ones that we want you to reflect on as well. Is there a beam you need to remove from your own eye right now? So Phil, you also have this beautiful quote from St. Augustine. Yes. And St. Augustine also asks us a question. What is perfection in love? Love your enemies in such a way that you would desire to make them your brothers. Mm -hmm. For so did he love, who, hanging on the cross, said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Yeah. Mm. That's beautiful. And so would you close this part in prayer for us, Phil? Absolutely. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, God, our loving Creator, We rely on your perpetual help as we strive for holiness. Our desire is to love perfectly as you love. Form our hearts so that we are able to pray for those who seem in opposition to us. We humbly ask for your eyes to see clearly the ways that we need to accept and offer forgiveness in our lives. By the power of your Spirit, please shower upon us the gift of your understanding so that we may recognize your image and likeness in every human person. Lord, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Amen. 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 The Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Phil, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. And thank you for all the beautiful work you do as a volunteer here at The Quest. My pleasure. Thank you. So listeners, stay tuned. We will be back right after this break, and we'll continue on our prayer journey together. Hi, this is Terry Frega from St. Vincent of All Church in Dallas, Georgia. You're listening to Atlanta Catholic Radio, AM 1160, The Quest. The Quest presents Pro-Life Minutes. Did you know science has already proven that at fertilization, a sperm and egg unite to form a unique human being with DNA separate from that of the mother? Yet, the argument today is not whether that new life is a human being inside the mother's womb. The argument is one of choice. We are told that a mother's right to choose to kill her unborn daughter trumps the daughter's right to choose to not be killed by her mother. What happened to women's rights? Only some women have rights, not all women. Many young women are never given the right to choose if they want to live or die. 
It's time to take a stand for life. All human life matters. So let's show the world that every life matters by speaking up for life at every opportunity. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. Hi, this is AJ with The Quest. Did you know that we are on a mission to invite, inform, and inspire listeners like you? We want you to embrace your journey and take one step closer to God by not only listening, but engaging with us. In fact, we could use your help with making this vision a reality. I ask you to prayerfully consider joining us as a missionary to help with volunteer tasks at our studio in Roswell, Georgia. If you feel called to help and would like to learn more, please send us an email at info thequestatlanta.com. You can take AM 1160 The Quest with you no matter the location. Listen live any time of day, discover community resources, and submit prayer requests at thequestatlanta.com. Welcome back, dear listeners. You are listening to Shelter in Peace here on your Atlanta Catholic radio station, AM 1160, The Quest. I'm Mari Cleveland, and I'm here with my co-host, Ann Satilli. We're back. And so um, as we explained to you earlier when we first started the hour, we are spending time with God today. That is what he's called us to do. He's called us to focus on him, to just have our eyes fixed on him and to pray to him. That is what we're called to do as Christ followers. And it's also what we're called to do in any time. And especially in times of uncertainty is to just put all of our faith and our hope and our trust in God. And as I said, Ann and I had this whole um, show planned and then God made it very clear that he just wanted us to sit in his presence and dwell in his word today. And so dear listeners, that's what we're doing. We created a five-step prayer um, journey to take us through. Um, for those of you who have never prayed um, the Acts prayer, what we that's what we, we call it when um, we it's it's a nice process you can use. You start with adoration and then contrition, and we just finished those right before the the bottom of the hour here. And now we're coming back into the top of the hour. And um, as we go through this, this next this next part of the hour, we will be continuing on. So the T in Acts is Thanksgiving, which is what we'll do next. After that is supplication, where we ask God for whatever our needs are. And then we've actually added a, a, a fifth one. <laughs> Usually it's four, but we've added a fifth one I where think God really wants us to get to number five. I think he does too, because number five is really when we listen to him, you know, all of this is us talking, but we need to also set ourselves in a place where we can hear his truth and we hear what he has to say back to us. So, so we want to do that as well. So welcome back. Thank you for continuing to tune in. And as we said, for those of you who are listening to this and think, oh, wow, I love that. And I love the scripture they're using. And I love the quotes that they're using, you are welcome to get a copy of this. You can email us. That way we'll know you're actually listening to us. <laughs> you can email us at info at thequestatlanta.com and we will send you a PDF of this that we've put together. So as we also mentioned, our um, the people who are praying us through this journey, um, these prayer stages are actually Quest volunteers. We brought in real life Quest volunteers. <laughs> so um, so, at the, so as we start this 
this half of the hour, we, um, we've got a beautiful Quest volunteer, Sue Said. And Sue is one of our, she's actually in charge of our Adoration Chapel, getting all of our guardians for our Adoration Chapel. If you don't know, we are so blessed here at the Quest Studio. We have our own Adoration Chapel. And we've got beautiful adorers and guardians who come in and pray. And we couldn't do it without Sue. We could not. And Sue is just and a beautiful, God. yes, and God. Sue's a beautiful Mostly woman God. of prayer. So Sue uses a lot of her volunteer time and hours um, gathering guardians and then praying for us. Just an amazing prayer warrior. So thank you, Sue. Thank you, you so much. You are so welcome. Yes. So Sue is going to lead us through this prayer session on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. From Romans 8, verse 38 to 39. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor present things, nor future things, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature will be able to separate us from the love of God in Jesus, in Christ Jesus our Lord. Mm. Listener, have you seen God working in your life? Despite your fear and anxieties, how have you seen God work for good in a difficult situation? Mm. I'll share one of mine. Um, Our oldest daughter, when she was in high school, uh, became very counter-cultural. She... um, dressed differently. She ran around with people who wore black leather jackets and chains around them. And um, it was different and very difficult for my husband. Um, So I went to prayer and I prayed and prayed and prayed. And one day in my heart, I heard God say, think of her, think back to the way, go back as far as you can to where she was sweet and uh, just enthusiastic for life and uh, hopeful. Mm. And so I did that and I held that image before my, my, um, my mind all through this difficult time basically between my husband and my daughter. So um, fast forward 20, and God said, I made her the way she is on Mm. purpose, Mm. a strong, courageous, uh, think out of the box type of personality. 25 years later, this woman has served our government in four different countries in very dangerous situations. Mm, She was captured and held in a, in Africa and, and, uh, without phone calls, anything. And, and I learned to trust him. I learned, Mm. I learned to pray Mm. and I learned to trust him. And, um, a thought that I, from father Delindo, Rotalo, I hope I'm saying it right. Jesus, I surrender myself and my family to you. Take care of everything. Mm. And he did that. Mm. And you just keep trusting because you 
can't do anything yeah. if she's in a foreign country. And he fulfills his promises. He does. He does. All the time. And that is such um, such a beautiful story, Sue. That's Thank such you. a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing that it with us. It was hard yeah. at the and time. I'm, I'm sure there are a lot of our listeners right now right now who are having a hard time giving Thanksgiving for their yes. out-of-the-box um, teenagers, <laughs> yep. you yep. know, who are going yep. in different directions and maybe dressing in new and different ways and who are surly and not so hope-filled and yeah. things right and mm-hmm. look at just the promises of God yeah and you went to him I you did. went to him and that's just such a beautiful um, witness to all of us and that's what we're trying to do today is we're trying to really make sure we go to him and we mm-hmm. offer him our thanksgiving and our yeah. praise and so Sue you had a great quote for us too for our listeners to ponder when it came to um, thanksgiving and thanking God yes um, from Padre Pio pray hope and don't worry Mm. worry is useless god is merciful and will hear your prayer yeah and that speaks to me about trusting in his promises as you said annie yeah that is great so yeah pray hope and don't worry i love that um he's merciful you know sue also told us something else um that really convicted ann and me right before we came on and this isn't another thing for our listeners to think about is what if you woke up tomorrow with only the things you thanked God for today. Mm-hmm. That was really convicting. That's Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah that's Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's Thanksgiving. And yeah, so that thankful and then that um, pray and hope and don't worry from Padre Pio. Thank you, Sue. You're so, welcome. Would you also be willing to um, close out this portion of our prayer um, with, the, with the prayer? Gladly. Our Heavenly Father, we're so thankful that we can trust in you and the promises that we find in your word. Thank you for loving us with an everlasting and unconditional love. Thank you for the gift of your son who died that we may have eternal life with you. Thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit who is our comforter in times of trial. Thank you for the communion of saints who intercede on our behalf and encourage us to run this race with the strength that comes from you. Thank you for the angel that guards and guides each one of us. Thank you for your victory over sin and death. Jesus, we trust in you. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, Son and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Sue, thank you so much. You are so thank you. Yes. Thank you. And we are so blessed always knowing that you are in there praying for us. Yes. Yeah. And we also have 18 intercessors who pray in their homes for wow. the listeners, their intentions, and all of you. Well, yeah. we feel your prayers. The Holy Spirit is definitely in this place. Thank you. Amen. We do. We do. And um, so listeners, as you just heard, those intercessors are praying not just for Ann and I and Annie when we're on the radio, but they're also praying for you and for your needs. So please, you are welcome to send your prayer needs into us at the quest. You'll, if you go to our website, you'll find a place um, to do that. So, so Sue, I know you're going to leave us to go back to the Adoration Chapel, right? right? <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you Thank so much you. for being with us. Thank, Thank you. you. So listeners, once again, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to us here on Shelter and Peace today, and we are putting ourselves in the presence of God. We are focusing on Him, and we are praying through um, these various prayer um, stages, stations, whatever you would like to call them, portions 
um, today, and we've invited some of our volunteers, our Quest volunteers, to come and pray with us. We're actually taking ourselves through the Acts process of praying. We've done adoration and contrition, and now Sue just finished um, Thanksgiving, and we have got Chuck Persner here with us now. He's going to do supplication. And Chuck is also, as we said, our volunteers seem to be volunteers with like jacks of all trade, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So welcome, Chuck. We're so glad to have you. Thank you. It's great to be here. Yeah. And Chuck, you guys might recognize that awesome radio voice of Chuck's because Chuck actually writes and records the lesser known saints. Yes. Yeah. Fun project. It is awesome. It's so cool. And I told our listeners during one of our last shows, I was like, I found out that there was a saint of ice skate or figure skating. There is. Absolutely. (laughs) So anything you need a saint for, Chuck is your man. He can tell you. Um, And in addition to that, Chuck also brings many of his other skills, including skills of writing copy and um, helping with social shows, social media um, and taking some of those prayer requests and putting them in the prayer book that we have. Yes. Yeah. Yep. We respond to every prayer request we get via email and we put it in the prayer book and then most importantly, we pray for them. Yes. That's yeah. beautiful. Um, and Chuck, even you're going to say it, Edward Gian. Chuck takes out the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I saw him do it this morning. It was so funny. (laughs) So it was great. Um, So Chuck, would you lead us through our portion of prayer on supplication? I certainly will. Thank you. And our scripture passage uh, for this portion will be uh, St. Paul's letters to the Ephesians, chapter four, verses one through six. I then, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to live in a manner worthy of the call you have received with all humility and gentleness, with patience bearing with one another through love, striving to preserve the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace, one body and one spirit, as you are also called to the one hope of your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. Mm. So the reflection question here is how can we live in a manner worthy of this enormous call that we've received? Mm. And, you know, as I was reflecting on it, uh, St. Paul really hit on two of the three virtues that I always seek and always look for those being uh, patience and humility. Mm. The third one being wisdom. I always seek these three things, wisdom, patience, and humility. Mm. And, you know, humility is really about serving first Mm -hmm. and listening first, embracing God and his ways you know, of the ways of the world, no matter the cost and every time. Mm -hmm. And this is really how we, we move forward in that way. Um, how can we be an instrument of preserving unity? This is a great question right now. Can't Mm -hmm. imagine a a more prevalent time to talk about this. Mm -hmm. You know, interestingly enough, today is the feast day of St. Charles Borromeo Mm -hmm. and he's a great saint. (laughs) And we, in putting together the Facebook post, we always choose a quote from from these saints, and and he was a very profound and prolific speaker, uh-huh. ever quotable. But the one we chose today was pretty simple. He said, "Stay quiet with God. Do not spend your time in useless chatter." Oh wow! Mm. Oh, that's perfect. So, listeners, that's on our Facebook page right now, right? It will be absolutely. It will be today. Mm-hmm. Okay. Say that one more time, Chuck. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> yes, this was from St. Charles Borromeo, feast day today. He was the bishop. Uh, do not spend your time in useless chatter. Stay quiet with God. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's great. Because the devil likes to distract us. And right now, the topic du jour is, of course, the political vitriol that is sure to come. But we need to rise above that. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Because exactly. these four years are going to come and go, and our mission remains the same. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, our mission, our mission does, does, does not change. It does not change, right. right. Our mission doesn't change. And Presidents we just have to be worthy of, of the mission, as uh, St. Paul reminds us. Yeah. 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 It's a balancing act because we do have to stand firm for the truth. Mm-hmm. And there's no question about that. Mm-hmm. And as Catholics, the tide is moving away from us. Right. Slowly, right. but it is. Right. So we have to stand firm for the truth, but we must rise above the, the nastiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not going to get us anywhere. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. You know, um, seeking first to understand mm-hmm. instead of to be understood. That's mm-hmm. all in scripture. Yep. You know, and um, even in St. Paul's letter to the Philippians today at Daily Mass, and his, his, it was Philippians 2, 12 through 18, he talks about remaining children of the light. Yep. That's what we are and that's what we're called to be. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. And that's exactly why we're doing this. We're reminding ourselves that we are children of light. And how can we continue to let our light shine brightly if we don't spend time with God in his word, praising him, praying to him. That's how we, that's how we fuel our light, right? That's right. how we fuel ourselves. And we make sure our light shines brightly by being able to do that. Yep. Well, yeah. and just remembering to, to be humble and, and at, seek for his help because we can't do any of these things on our own. That unity comes from unity in Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's great. So you also have a quote from St. Paul to the Romans as well in this portion, Jack. Yes. St. Paul takes center stage today, doesn't he? He does. <laughs> If possible, on your part, live at peace with all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that, um, just, um, I want to remi- say this before, I for- so I don't forget it. You just talked about the theme of unity and this theme from Paul, living at peace with all. We are going to be talking about these things in our next show. For list- So listeners, if you'd like to tune in next week, the same time, we're actually going to have Father Augustine Tron on, and we're going to be talking about that, how to live in unity, how to be at peace with all. Yeah, right. so that'll be our theme for next week. So, um, Chuck, thank you so much. And would you close our portion with prayer? I certainly will. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Dear Lord, we lift up our families, our communities, our church, and our country to you. Blanket us with your peace and love that we might come together united and stronger in the face of anything that might attempt to tear us apart. Remind us of the principles of our founders, who put their hope and trust in you. Lord, let me be a light in such a way that others would feel your love and would seek after you. Lord, help me to speak and listen in a manner worthy of the calling you gave me as a light bearer, as a co-laborer in your vineyard, as a child of the King of Kings. May those I meet experience hope and glorify you. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Chuck, thank you so much. Thank Thank you. you. It was great. Thanks for being with us today. Keep up the good work, too. The show is fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Set our calendar for it every day. Thank you so much. Yeah. And and listeners, keep listening out for Chuck and those lesser-known saints. Yeah, he needs to come back and tell us some more about the saints. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Oh, how much time you got? (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Thank you. you. So listeners, as we said, we just worked ourselves through um, these prayer stages, um, starting with adoration, so acts, adoration, contrition, thanksgiving, and supplication. But we also need to stop and then listen to what God says in return. So so, um, Anne, would you like to take us through this final prayer stage? I will. This is the listening part, which I struggle with the most, honestly. (laughs) Me too. And this comes from Psalm 62, six through nine. My soul, be at rest in God alone, from whom comes my hope. God alone is my rock and my salvation. 
my secure height. I shall not fall. My safety and glory are with God, my strong rock and refuge. Trust God at all times, my people. Pour out your hearts to God, our refuge. That's beautiful. So as we just take a moment to um, just listen and focus our, our minds and our hearts and our souls on the Lord, we're reminded this in the Psalms as well. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am. Be still and know. Be still. Be. So during this time of prayer, let us reflect on what truth the Lord has spoken into our heart. Mm. And so listeners, we do ask that of you, just as you sit and you ponder and you listen, what truth has God spoken into your heart? I'm just reminded um, of when my husband was diagnosed with, um, with cancer and we knew that he didn't have long. Um, he said, no matter what happens, it will be okay. Mm -hmm. And he truly believed that and, mm -hmm. and lived that out. Mm -hmm. No matter what happens, it will be okay. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. Yeah. That's gorgeous. And St. Um, St. Julian of Norwich, the Lord said this to her, and I really love this quote as well. In the end, all shall be well, and all shall be well, and all manner of things shall be well. Mm, that's beautiful. And it goes so much, it goes along with what your husband said mm -hmm. and what your husband lived as well. And I'm sure he had no idea what the Lord said to St. Julian of Norwich. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And as we were, um, you know, in the chapel this morning, we always pray before the Blessed Sacrament before we begin. Um, the, the, the Lord really convicted my heart in a way he hasn't recently. Um, and he said to me directly, and I think he's speaking to all of us, why are you praying so intentionally today? Mm. Why, why today? Yeah. Yeah. Why not every day? Yeah. Why not every day? You know, and, and when you shared that with me, I thought, wow, I'm thinking about all of the rosaries I've been invited to, the rosaries that I've been leading, the, the people from all over the country and all over the world who've been praying very intentionally in this last couple of days. And I thought, why aren't I inviting people to pray more often? Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and so that's, that's my takeaway from, from this day. Yeah. You know, why? Why am I not praying this intentionally every day? Because the world, the world would completely change if all of us gathered in prayer like this intentionally, loving, forgiving, in unity every day. Every We'd day. change the world. We would change the world. He would change the world he through us. He would change the world through us, absolutely. Which is what he's calling us to mm -hmm. do. That's what this is all about. What mm -hmm. is our call? Our call is to do that, to be light in this world. Yeah. 
So, Anne, you've got our final prayer for this section. I do. So let's call on our sovereign God. Lord of all, we praise your holy name. Forgive us for the times that we have not made you the center of our lives. We thank you for calling us into communion with you. Help us, Heavenly Father, to reflect your light into a fallen world. Give us your grace to be healers and peacemakers. And by the intercession of our Blessed Mother, your obedient servants, trusting in your providence. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, Father, and the Son, and and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. So, dear listeners, thank you for coming on this prayer journey with us today. We really appreciate the fact that you um, maybe stopped and and got still for a little while, um, that you added your own reflections as we read those reflection questions, um, that maybe you just let the words of our, our Father who wrote to us so beautifully in sacred scripture seep deep into your hearts, into your minds, to your souls, to offer you the peace and the hope that He offers Um, that he offers us, that he encouraged us with, that Jesus encouraged us with, that our various popes have encouraged us with, to do not be afraid. Um, For the Lord your God is with you, and he will be with you wherever you go. Um, We do not, we are not called to have any anxiety. Um, We are not called to be, um, have fear, but we are called to um, to have love and hope and be, um, have a sound, um, sound mind and to be strong and courageous because he is, he is with us. And that's how we're the light to the world. If we can focus on him, if we can face him, if we can come to him in praise and in thanksgiving, um, and then listen to what he calls us each to do. And it's going to look different for each of us, but we're each called to be holy as he is holy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so as we think about that, is there some place in your life where God is calling you, calling you to be even holier, calling you to be holy as he is holy so that he can use you more effectively to really change this world, to bring light and hope and love and truth, his truth into this world. Because everything is possible through him. Everything. Everything. As as Mary heard, everything is possible through him. So we're going to just complete our time this this afternoon now, just about, um, with um, a few scriptures from chapter chapter two of in Sirach, and for those of you who are not Catholic, this is in your Deuter- Deuterocanonical books, Sirach, and it says these are called duties toward God. My son, when you come to serve the Lord, prepare yourself for trials. Be sincere of heart and steadfast, undisturbed in time at of adversity cling to him forsake him not thus will your future be great accept whatever befalls you in crush, crushing misfortune be patient for in fire gold is tested and worthy men in the crucible of humiliation trust god and he will help you make straight your ways and hope in him you who fear the lord wait for his mercy turn not away lest you fall You who fear the Lord, trust him, and your reward will not be lost. You who fear the Lord, hope for good things, for lasting joy and mercy. Study the generations long past and understand, has anyone hoped in the Lord and been disappointed? Has anyone persevered in his fear and been forsaken? Has anyone called upon him and been rebuffed? Compassionate and merciful is the Lord. 
He forgives sins. He saves in times of trouble. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We praise you and we thank you. Dear listeners, thank you for praising praising God with us today. We look forward to seeing you again, being with you again next week here on Shelter in Peace.